finance once again is being asked to do more with less. And our finance respondents reported that their workloads projected to go up about 8% in 2023, which is actually double the increase from last year. Yet staffing is declining by an average of 1%. Budgets are declining 2%. So they're really going to have their hands full in, in closing what is really about a 10 to 12% productivity and efficiency gap. And that gap is double what it was last year. Welcome to the Hackett Group's Business Acceleration Podcast. Week after week, you'll hear from top experts on how to avoid obstacles, manage detours, and celebrate milestones on the journey to world-class performance. What challenges and priorities will CFOs and their teams be focused on in 2023? Today on our Business Acceleration Podcast, we have answers to those questions from our annual Finance Key Issues Study. I'm Gary Baker, Global Communications Director for the Hackett Group, and I'm joined today by Senior Director Sean Fitzgerald and Principal Tom Willman, who lead our Finance Executive Advisory Program. They're here to discuss key findings from our research. Hi, Sean. Hi, Tom. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Gary. Good to talk with you guys. Um, Sean, can you just start out by telling us a little bit about the uh, Finance Key Issue Study this year? Sure, Gary. So with this study, we surveyed senior executives across a number of functions that include finance, IT, supply chain, procurement, human resources, and global business services. And this set of questionnaires that covers demographics, some functional specific questions, and enterprise questions, we asked about top priorities, top challenges, uh, your confidence uh, in, in your ability to meet those priorities and overcome those challenges in 2023. From that information, we, we got responses from over 20 industries. You know, there were every industry represented from banks to different types of manufacturing, whether it was process discrete. We asked, you know, and got responses from, you know, the hospitality industry, life sciences, higher education, financial services, communications and media, energy, healthcare, and and obviously a whole bunch of other industries represented in the data set. And from a, from a revenue size standpoint, we also asked these, these uh, respondents, you know, how large their companies were from a revenue standpoint. And we got responses back from companies, you know, under 500 million, all the way up to over 50 billion in annual revenue. We have a nice representation, like I said, across these different 20 industries as well as companies of varying sizes. So we really get a lot of insight and good perspective on what these different companies are struggling or challenged with coming in 2023, as well as what their top priorities are and where they want to focus and how they want to work to transform themselves around people, technology, process, governance, and other you know, operating and strategic aspects of the business. Tom, you know, for a lot of years now, finance has consistently been asked to do more with less. Will that continue in 2023, given all the economic challenges companies are facing? It absolutely does, Gary. Finance, once again, is being asked to do more with less. Uh, and our finance respondents reported that their workloads projected to go up uh, about 8% in 2023, which is actually double the increase from last year. Yet staffing is declining by an average of 1%. Budgets are declining 2%. So they're really going to have their hands full in, in closing what you know, is really about a 10 to 12% productivity and efficiency gap. And that gap is double what it was last year as well. So that may seem a bit disheartening or a bit 
discouraging for finance organizations. But the good news is technology spend is projected to increase about 5%, which actually continues a trend from last year as well, which just it really underscores that technology is going to be a primary lever for finance organizations you know, as they work to improve productivity, improve efficiency, and ultimately drive business value. Kind of the, the cornerstone of this research every year is the list of top 10 finance objectives for the coming year. Tom, can you, can you tell us what lands on the top five for 2023? Sure, Gary. The number one priority again this year for finance organizations is investing in and accelerating their digital transformation. And this trend actually started pre-pandemic where companies are transforming the way they work through investments in technology And finance leaders are going to have to be prepared to invest in these technology solutions to create new capabilities, redeploy capacity to more value-creating activities, and potentially reducing costs through, you know, migration to uh, of their core ERP and EPM applications to the cloud, implementation of RPA and other smart automation technologies, adoption of advanced analytics, data visualization, and other tools. The second is to support growth strategies. And the fact that this objective is even in the top 10 for the first time in the last few years and high on the list reflects at least some degree of optimism about what's coming ahead. And two thirds of of those respondents said, we're confident in our ability to deliver on, on this objective, which is also a positive. So it's gonna be very important for finance organizations to align their initiatives you know, around things like business partnering, preparedness for uncontrollable issues, because finance really can be a catalyst for growth, whether that's modeling and evaluating portfolio choices, investment opportunities, and really maintaining, you know, what I'll call ongoing, you know, financial discipline and and helping the business ensure that there's actually financial capacity to fund growth. The third, which I think is really tightly aligned to number two is Refocusing finance as a strategic business partner really across the value chain. One of the questions that we asked is, you know, what are you doing in your organization to promote better business partnering? And so finance leaders are really emphasizing, you know, building cross-functional relationships, developing, enhancing the business acumen of their finance professionals, and and defining the, the right interaction model between finance and the business. You know, those are really the main or or the the most important ways that, you know, they're telling us they're going to enhance their their role as a business partner. But the reality is finance is going to have to support, you know, commercial leaders in developing and executing growth strategies. They're going to need to work with supply chain and manufacturing leaders on opportunities to optimize cost and efficiency and overall business leaders in driving profitability and cash flow generation. I would say number four is very much reflective of today's environment, and that's accelerating preparedness for, you know, uncontrollable issues, you know, inflation, the pending recession, a continued geopolitical turmoil, talent and skill shortages that uh, our our clients have seen in the marketplace. Finance plays a really important role in this as well. And scenario planning is one of the key ways that they do that. So developing scenarios relevant to you know, inflation or other, you know, business challenges, the impact of those on profitability, uh, the impact of price increases on on sales is just a couple of examples. And what we're seeing is companies, you know, were going through their 2023 planning processes as they were establishing, 
you know, multiple scenarios around what could potentially happen. Best case, worst case, most likely, and building playbooks around that so they're ready to take action uh, as different conditions or inflection points materialize. And the final in the top five is improving finances agility. And this has been a top five objective over the last several years. And I, I think will largely be an outcome of many of the initiatives planned and executed to achieve some of the objectives I've already talked about, but also some that Sean will cover next. And Sean, you know, what, what rounds out the top 10? What are the other objectives on the list? So number six is really turning data into actionable insights. And I think this, this ties in nicely with finance, both trying to support those growth strategies and be a strategic partner across the value chain, as, as Tom just described. And, you know, I think one of the differentiators from, you know, finance, which has always done analysis, is putting that analysis in context and reporting things that are more than just interesting, but things that in fact can be acted upon as a, as a differentiator between leading finance organizations and their peers. For number seven, um, no surprise, it's, it's about optimizing working capital, you know, with rising interest rates and all the supply chain disruptions and the cost of business going up in every dimension and facet of an operating environment. It's no surprise that companies are trying to uh, cash as king and and you know, improve their uh, customer cash cycles as well as improve their payables performance and all the related uh, transactional activities that have an effect on liquidity and cash flow. Number eight, no surprise here as well. It's something that companies have been struggling with and has become even more acute through the pandemic is retaining the right skills and talent. We hear from clients all the time that finding the right people with the right skills in order to get the work done both today and as these companies try and uh, you know, digitally transform themselves into a digital world-class organization, there's a different set of emergent skill sets that, quite frankly, there's way too much demand and far few, uh, too many uh, people with the supply and, and capability to, to fill that demand. So the need to not only attract good talent, but retain the good people you have and reskill and upskill those existing uh, personnel is, is really important for these organizations. And then number nine is uh, support process efficiency improvements. We know that with you know, transformation, it's not just about implementing new technologies, but really rethinking the business processes and the activity sets that comprise those processes and using the technology to really reimagine how the work gets done, where you're trying to improve efficiency as well as uh, you know, uh, increase the level of effectiveness of those activities and do it in the most cost-effective manner. And then number 10, again, more of a, a macro view of, of just, you know, trying to preserve margin in the business is driving cost reduction. You know, while last year it was it was number six and and it's moved to the to the number 10 spot, uh, it's obviously still important for organizations. They're putting a lot of focus and resource around looking for areas where not only are they taking cost out, but they're doing it in an intelligent and sustainable way. So uh, so those are our our, our you know, number six through 10, as far as the, the top priorities for finance organizations today. Great, great stuff. Um, Tom, what surprised you most looking at the results this year? You know, there are a couple of surprises that I think are, are worth mentioning to the listeners. First, I'm actually surprised that cost reduction didn't rank higher this year. For many years, cost was a, a top three issue for finance. And, you know, given what we've been hearing publicly about, you know, layoffs and hiring freezes and, you know, the technology and financial industries, you know, I thought it might move back up the list. Now, given what I mentioned earlier about companies that have planned out multiple scenarios, 
there could be some inflection or trigger points next year that shift, you know, more focus back onto cost. And the second that I would highlight for you is just the confidence that finance organizations are reporting and their ability to achieve their digital transformation objectives in 2023. In fact, over 80% of respondents reported high confidence in their ability to deliver yet you know, in some of the questions that we asked about technology deployment and the scale that they've been able to achieve doesn't really support that level of confidence. I, I think, you know, a lot of organizations, when they look at the scale that they've achieved with in migrating their ERP to the cloud or implementing best of breed tools, RPA, they seem kind of stuck in a, in a, a pilot purgatory, if you will. And without being able to achieve that scale, it, it does make it challenging to realize the full benefits of these investments. And Sean, I think you had a couple of surprises you wanted to share as well. Yes, Tom, thank you. What, what was really interesting is we asked for those top 10 priorities that Tom and I just uh, just shared with our listeners. We asked, you know, of those top 10 priorities, what is the percentage of organizations that actually have a formal major initiative on their 2023 agenda? And specific to finance, you know, it's no surprise that you know, accelerating digital transformation being number one, uh, 73% of respondents said they had a major formal initiative being undertaken in 2023 to, to support that, you know, uh, acceleration of digital transformation. What's fascinating is once you get past that first item and first position, the numbers drop off all below 33% for the other nine priorities having major initiatives. And, and the second highest major initiative was actually under the seventh priority, which was optimized working capital at only 32% of organizations. And then what's even more striking is that we had a, a four-way tie for third position with 24% of organizations saying they had major initiatives around supporting growth strategies, which was the number two priority, refocusing finance as a strategic business partner, which was the number three priority, also at 24%. Supporting process improvement, efficiency improvements, also at 24%, which was number nine on the list. 24% for driving cost reduction, which was number 10 on the list. And then, you know, the, the thing that really jumps out, because we know it's such a structural problem with talent and, and skills, is that only 8% of organizations said they had a formal initiative in 2023 around retaining the right skills and talent. And, and given that, you know, People are needed to get this work done, especially as Tom said, the technology is not scaled to the enterprise in many cases. So the ability to, you know, do full business process automation or robotic process automation where you can actually, you know, eliminate the need for some personnel in those more transactional roles, most companies haven't scaled to that level. So the need for talent is still there and people doing this work, but the, the lack of focused uh, enterprise initiatives at only 8% was very striking. The other thing we saw, and we're focused on finance in this podcast, but even when we asked for the enterprise top issues and then how are they resourcing those, most initiatives, even for the overall enterprise, are being left to the functional level and being handled as a, as a functional level initiative and not an overarching enterprise one. So, so even when there is enterprise you know, focus and priority and initiatives, 
uh, they are tasking the functions as opposed to having a corporate-led initiative the majority of the time. So it's no surprise, perhaps, that finance, uh, the percentage of organizations having major initiatives is quite low outside of digital transformation, is likely because they're also being tasked with some of these other enterprise requirements that aren't reflected on these, uh, on these finance data results. So I think the important takeaway is to make sure that you not only know what you need to be working on, but you're resourcing for that work appropriately so you can actually make headway and progress and deliver on those business commitments and, and you know that betterment that you've planned for. So there's a lot more in the research and the full build out of the key issues, but but this just highlights some of the, the challenges that finance organizations are having relative to those top 10 priorities in 2023. Tom, digital transformation has been front and center for finance for several years now. What are the top challenges or hurdles for finance in that area for, for the coming year? Yeah, in years past when we've asked this question, you know, we've, we've heard things like process and technology complexity, deficiencies in critical finance skills to deliver transformation, overcommitment or just too many initiatives on the agenda to get them all done successfully, cited as some of the biggest challenges impeding finance transformation. This year, while those challenges still exist, funding and resource allocation and capacity constraints of the IT organization to support finance were cited as the top two challenges. And and I guess given the environment we're in, maybe that's not too surprising to hear that budgets are tightening, resources are hard to come by. But our recommendation is really to resist the urge to delay or pause, you know, these investments in technology because, you know, the capabilities and the outcomes from accelerating your digital transformation will be really critical in helping organizations navigate through and and not just survive, but really thrive in the uncertain and volatile conditions we find ourselves faced with today. Tom, to kind of wrap us up, what are the areas that are most important for finance to focus on to be successful in 2023? Yeah, in, in, in closing, Gary, I think there are four or five things that, that I would highlight. Certainly, as Sean mentioned, with the apparent disconnect between you know the top objectives and the areas in which companies have formal initiatives planned, I, I think companies do need to, to take a step back and realign uh, you know, their investments and their, their initiative plans to reflect those priorities. Second, you know, as they're accelerating digital transformation, they've got to focus on how do we deploy these technologies at, at scale. And this really starts with having kind of a North Star vision and strategy and supporting roadmap of those investments, you know, the finance organization is going to make and when they're going to make them. You know, so they can be planning appropriately for uh, to budget and resource those initiatives so they can be done successfully. You know, retaining the right skills and talent. It really is time for finance organizations to get serious about talent retention and and move beyond just acknowledging and and admiring the problem. So they need to work with HR to reevaluate, you know, what is our employee value proposition? You know, are we providing the right development and mobility opportunities? you know, to our people. So, you know, we can reskill and upskill them to, you know, to, to be prepared to, to help the organization execute their digital transformation. And in doing that, you know, are going to create a, a, a more positive employer brand that's going to help not just with retaining our existing workers, but attracting new talent as well. Creating actionable insights. So that's going to be imperative to, you know, enhancing finance's role as a, as a strategic business partner, 
and really helping the organization prepare for, you know, those uncontrollable events and issues that we talked about earlier. And that's going to come from investments in applications and, and, and data, uh, but it's also going to entail investments in people as well to help them interpret data and translate that into, you know, meaningful and actionable insight for their business. And then finally, consistently focus on agility and are the investments we're making helping us to respond more quickly to, you know, changing internal and external dynamics. You know, a lot of the things that we've talked about today around people, process, the investments in digital technology are going to help, you know, enable that agility along with looking at our operating model and how we're deploying resources, how we're leveraging things like, you know, global business services and, and, and BPO as a way to expand our capacity and to, and to drive efficiency. So I think those are the things that I would highlight for organizations as kind of key themes or areas of focus that will be important for 2023. Great stuff, gentlemen. Uh, thank you both for joining me today. Thanks, Gary. Enjoy the conversation. Likewise. Thank you. Listeners can download our 2023 Finance Key Issues research from our website. We'll also put a link to the download page uh, in the show notes and keep listening for more in our uh, Key Issues series. Thanks for listening. You can find the audio, helpful resources, and a transcript of each episode at podcast.thehackagroup.com. If you liked this episode, please share it. You can also subscribe at Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode. We'd welcome your feedback by tapping the rating on this or any episode, or send us an email at podcast at thehackitgroup.com. The Hackett Group is a global leader in defining and enabling world-class performance. Learn how we can assist with your improvement journey at www.thehackitgroup.com.